You're listening to the Thrive in Love podcast with me, your dating and relationship coach, Sarah Duff. And every week you'll get the truth about dating, love and relationships and together we will tackle the challenges you face. So if you're ready to thrive in love and you're not afraid to go deep, hear some hard truths and take full responsibility for yourself and your life, then you're ready to listen to this podcast. Hello, lovely humans. Welcome back to another episode. I still have COVID. I do. I'm still coming up positive on my test, but I'm feeling much better, as you can tell by my voice. And I'm just bored. I'm just bored of being inside. I'm feeling very envious of anyone that is outside. I'm kind of just standing at my window and staring at them all as they walk past of their freedom. And so I'm looking forward to testing negative and being able to get outside. But I'm not bored today because I am spending this time with you and we are going to be talking about red flags. If you are new here, welcome. So glad that we have found each other. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back to hear some more from me. Make sure that you follow the pod so you don't miss an episode. And if you do get something from uh, something that I share, whether it you know be a breakthrough or just a different perspective or anything that just helps you in uh, the slightest way, please be sure to head over to iTunes and leave some stars and a review. And if you have a friend that you think, oh my God, they would really benefit from listening to this, then please make sure you share the episode with them. And because the more people that we can get this information that I'm sharing out to, the better. Because, you know, people's love lives, love lives are something that they struggle with so much. And I think we, I certainly, for years, felt that there was something wrong with me because I felt like I should be good at relationships, dating, love. I should be able to figure out, you know, why I have such a, had such a crazy relationship when it came to men. And actually we're not educated on love and relationships in school. So we need to take this pressure off ourselves that we should know these things because actually we don't it takes us being intentional and conscious about actually educating ourselves on love and healthy relationships because so many of us as children didn't have you know good examples of healthy relationships and we definitely weren't educated on healthy love and that is really the first thing that I want to you know highlight today is that if you did grow up in a household where love relationships wasn't modeled in the healthiest of ways, maybe it was, you know, more on the toxic love end of things, then you really would be very, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You would, the best thing that you could do, that was not a great way to put that, the best thing that you can do for yourself is to spend some time educating yourself, which you are doing, you know, when you're listening to podcasts, but also, you know, doing some reading and really beginning to paint a picture for yourself about what healthy love and healthy relationships look like. And it may be that you have people in your life who you can use as, I guess, role models or um, relationships that model to you behaviors that you didn't see when you were growing up that are actually, you know, behaviors of healthy love and healthy relationships. So I encourage you to 
take some time to get educated on this stuff so that you have something, you have like a marker that you can use when you yourself are out in the dating world, dealing with relationships, dealing with men, etc. that you have some markers on, you know, that are different from what you experienced growing up. Because if your markers are a little bit skew with and you haven't done any work around actually learning and changing your internal markers, <clears throat> then you will just keep repeating what you witnessed as um, a child because that's how you experience love and relationships. So all of that stuff and the stuff that I share, I'm sharing with you today, the education um, that I'm going to give you around red flags and what to do when you spot them is all stuff that I go into much more detail inside my program, the Secure and Confident Woman in Love Project, because I just know how important all of this stuff is um, and how, how important it is that you realize that if you have recurring patterns in your dating life and you have recurring patterns in your relationships with men, then there is a legitimate reason why that is happening. It is not happening just because. It is not happening by accident. You have some programming um, inside of you that is causing you to perpetuate the same the same behaviors and the same patterns over and over. So, you know, obviously my mission with this podcast is to help you you know, get some insight as to what those things might be. Um, but in my programs, I go into so much more detail and really help you create and build the foundation that you need to be able to get out into the world and start dating completely differently, start attracting different men and just kind of drastically improve your love life because you have drastically improved your relationship with yourself and rewired any crazy faulty programming you have around how love and relationships work for you. So if you are someone that does have a pattern of ignoring red flags, even when they are the really glaringly obvious red flags, maybe even red flags that you ignored in your last relationship and you know that didn't work out but then you're doing exactly the same thing with this new person that you're dating if that sounds like you then there is a legitimate reason why you keep doing that and so I encourage you to not ignore the fact that you keep ignoring the same things and take some time to really start digging into okay so what what why do I keep doing that like ask the question why do I keep doing that and keep asking the question why do I keep doing that where where has this like low self-worth come from because generally when it comes to ignoring red flags somewhere at the root of it if you really dig down deep there's going to be a wound of unworthiness and so not feeling not feeling worthy and so therefore you just settle for things but when, like I said this, I think on last week's episode, whenever there is a reoccurring pattern, something you keep doing, don't ignore that because it's not going to get any better and you are ignoring it for a reason. So red flags, as I've just mentioned, can, can take on, they don't just come in one nice little neat box, you know, they come in a variety, a variety of shapes and sizes and um intensities I guess would be the way to put it and so 
when I am talking about red flags in my program, I will talk about red flags, pink flags, and green flags. And basically, red flags and pink flags are anything that someone does that basically makes you feel concerned. So it raises it raises a flag for you. It raises a concern for you. And I'm talking today specifically about red flags. Well, I'll maybe do an episode on pink flags um, in, in future. But basically, red flags can are generally the more serious uh, flags. So somebody will demonstrate or show you something about themselves. So maybe the way they treat you, the way that they are showing up. Um, maybe it's something about their, you know, their actual character as a person, their values, uh, whether they respect you or not. They will show you something about them that you basically have a choice. You can choose to ignore it and pretend that it isn't there, or you can choose to acknowledge it and do some kind of more digging around whether this red flag is something that you actually need to be concerned about. Because when you first start dating someone, when we talk about spotting a red flag, as long as it's not something that's, you know, life-threatening, it doesn't always mean that you need to jump ship and run away from that person. But what it does mean is it does mean that you need to not ignore that. You need to actually put a flag in it and do some, like I've just said, do some more investigating around it to make sure that it is not indicative of something that is going to grow into a bigger problem and cause more issues in the future. Because oftentimes the little things that somebody will show us in the beginning of dating, if we if we can kind of take the time to start asking more questions and seeking clarity from that other person about, you know, maybe why they said something or why they behaved in a certain way, it can save us an awful lot of heartache and an awful lot of pain and suffering further down the line because further down the line, that thing that you ignored, it it tends to not shrink. It tends to grow and become worse. So this is why it is so important that no matter how much you like someone, if they show you something or they do something or they are doing something, so then, you know, there's a behavior or they say something that triggers any kind of concern in you, you must not ignore it because that is literally the worst thing that you can do. So I'm going to give you five kind of big red red flags that I just are so important for you not to overlook when you first start dating someone. So the first one is someone dismissing your feelings. So someone really invalidating you and your experience. So maybe you're trying to share something about your day or something that annoyed you or something that upset you at work and rather than listening to you the person will dismiss and maybe call you dramatic or call, you know say that you're overreacting 
Now, someone doesn't have to always, you know, I guess even understand your experience. Someone doesn't have to agree with your experience, but no one ever has the right to tell you how you should be feeling or to tell you that you shouldn't be feeling a certain way. So the first one is someone dismissing your feelings. Second red flag to look out for would be someone claiming that all of his exes are crazy and that they are the ones that caused all of the past breakups. And the reason that you need to be aware of this is this could be indicative of somebody who isn't prepared to take responsibility for themselves. So therefore, um, in a relationship, they're always going to try and blame everything on you. So in a relationship, both of you need to be able to take responsibility for yourself and for your actions. And so when someone is, you know, really denying that they had anything to do with, you know, any of their past breakups and it was all about the other person, then that kind of shows that maybe they haven't got the ability to be able to do that. The third thing is someone who avoids talking about feelings um, or going actually deeper with yours. So this is kind of the sign of someone who is um, avoidant and doesn't really want that kind of intimacy, that closeness. And when we first start dating someone, it may take a little bit of time to, you know, establish this relationship where you are sharing deeper feelings and, and, and you know, having these deeper discussions. So in the beginning, if that's not happening straight away, then, you know, that's okay. But as things progress, if if things haven't progressed in that area, then that is actually a bit of a red flag because it means that maybe they're not capable of having this kind of more um, intimate connection with you. The fourth thing would be lacking any kind of life direction and financial instability. Now, we all have times in our lives when maybe we're not as clear about where we're going, what we're doing, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe we've had to move back to parents' houses, or maybe our finances are, you know, not as great as they could be, etc. We all have that. So we're not saying that people, that guys have to be perfect. But at the end of the day, if, if a guy is, <coughs> excuse me, if a guy is in this position and seems to have been in this position for quite a while and doesn't really seem to have made a plan to get himself out of it then you know that is a bit of a red that is a bit of a red flag because that is the sign of someone who may just want to come into your kind of existence and the life that you have created and just kind of latch on to your life and that's not what you want so somebody who is in his healthy masculine, someone who, you know, is really capable of being able to be in a partnership with you is going to have their own life. They're going to have, you know, goals and hopes and dreams. They're going to have life direction and they are going to be able to be financially responsible and financially healthy. So if someone, if when you meet someone and you're in conversation and, and they kind of bring up, you know, that they're in this period of their life where things are, you know, they don't really know what they're doing and la, 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 then that is something that you need to investigate earlier. Yeah, investigate more, sorry, you know, not ignoring it. You're just going to find out, you know, how long has this been going on? 
does he have a plan, etc. And then the final red flag that I want to talk about today is, and this is a big one, is someone who is pressurizing you for sex and not respecting your boundaries. So if someone is doing this when you are dating them, then this is, to me, this is a, this is a big, this is actually a big red flag. And one of the ladies in my group coaching program actually had this kind of recently with a guy that she started dating. It wasn't pressurizing for sex so much, but he he didn't respect her boundaries for how slow she wanted to take things um when you know on on date in dating him and actually got really quite uh defensive and um kind of pushed back a bit about her boundaries and didn't didn't seem to appreciate them and didn't want to respect them he actually on their very, very, very first date, she'd only spoken to him twice on the phone, launched in for a kiss on, you know, on this, on the first date, the first time that they had ever met. And it, what she'd already set pretty clear boundaries about how slow she wanted to take things. So he was obviously just trying to push the boundaries. So that is indicative of somebody that, you know, isn't able to listen and isn't able to take in and um, respect something that they are being told. Now, what I will say is that sometimes guys can just be a little bit misguided and just a little bit over enthusiastic. So, um, <coughs> but those guys, when you reiterate your boundary to them, they will respect it. They will not keep pushing. Somebody who then keeps trying to push and keeps trying to maybe you know take the relationship to the next level when you have blatantly said no I do not I'm not ready for this then that is sign the sign of someone who isn't perhaps in the future when there's other things that come up for you if you are in a relationship with them may not be able to listen may not be able to respect what it is that you want so that is again a red flag so those are examples of like specific things that people do that are red flags that you would definitely want to be. If somebody was demonstrating any of these behaviors, you would definitely, definitely wanting to be your own private investigator and, and starting to gather more data for yourself so that you can really assess. Do I think this is just like something that they're doing now because of, you know, I don't know, they don't realize that they're doing it or do I think that actually further down the line this is going to grow into into something bigger and progress into something that could be a bigger problem so when it comes to red flags there are obviously some things that you definitely do not want to be doing um so you do not want to ignore it as I've said several times if you spot a red flag you do not want to be justifying it and explaining it away you don't want to be just tolerating it. You don't want to adjust your needs and abandon yourself to try and like work into someone's way of being, even though it's presenting as a red flag for you. Don't just hope that it's going to change and don't just stuff down your feelings around it. Those are like the worst things that you can you can possibly do. So what do you actually do if you spot a red flag? So this is the six point plan I think I mentioned at the beginning that I was going to share. So you may want to grab a pen and paper. 
So the first thing is you're going to want to acknowledge it to yourself. So going back to that thing that I've said a million times during this episode, do not ignore it. So acknowledge, acknowledge it to yourself. Then number two, you're going to want to continue observe, to observe the person, the behavior to see if it happens again and to gather more data. You know, cause sometimes people do things and it's just a kind of one-off thing because you know something you know they dismiss your feelings because they were they were having a bad day themselves whatever it is number three you're then going to want to communicate your concerns with the person so if it keeps if you see it again and you see it again then you're going to want to actually bring that up and I know these conversations are never going to be easy but it's so important that we all step more into our own power and having these open and honest uh conversations with people you know to get clarity so communicate your concerns with them open up a discussion for more clarity and what will happen is if if this person doesn't want to have this discussion with you about what it is that you have seen that is making you feel uncomfortable if they are not willing to open up and um, have a discussion with you, then that is really showing you something about them. And that, to me, is is a red flag within itself. <coughs> uh, number five, if what you then discover is that this 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 behavior or this you know this this red flag, is, is definitely something that is a sign of the way that they are as a person. And that doesn't align with your non-negotiables and your standards, then you're going to want to disengage and walk away from that person. You know, do not abandon yourself because if someone is showing you a red flag that does not align with, you know, your values and your non-negotiables, then you owe it to yourself to walk away from that person and not hang around hoping that maybe they're going to change. You have your non-negotiables and you have your standards for a reason. So do not abandon yourself in those moments. No matter how much you may, you know, be attracted to someone, you know, stay true to yourself. And then finally, listen to your intuition. So listen to your gut feeling because your gut, we always know, if I reflect back on every single time I ignored my gut, um, 100%, if I had listened, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have continued with that guy. I would have continued dating that guy if I just listened to my gut, but I didn't. And that all comes down to learning to trust yourself more and really doing that work to understand what it is that you have, what is the programming you have that makes you feel that you can't trust yourself and doing the healing work around that so that whenever you are getting those gut feelings, whenever your intuition is speaking to you, you are able to just take that and be like, okay, no, I know, I, I know my, I know my gut, I know my intuition and I, and I am listening and I trust that if I let this person go, that something better, another guy, something better will come along because I am worthy of all of my desires and I do not need to be settling for someone who is showing me a, a red flag and, um, you know, in the future, this relationship may end up being something that is not good for me. I owe it to myself 
to not be settling for these, you know, these guys anymore. So that is just a quick kind of um, episode on red flags. I really hope that there's been something in there that is helpful to you um, and that you can take away and apply in your own life. I would love to hear um, any of your biggest takeaways and I will be back with another episode next week. Um, And for now, I'm going to love you and leave you before I have another coughing fit. Thank you for joining me. And if there was something that helped you, then please make sure to head over to iTunes leave me a star and some um, some stars and some feedback and also reach out to me on any of my social platforms. All links will be in the show notes. You are amazing and I will catch you on the next episode.